Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media because we are Nashville's on-demand sports network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. That's at A to Z Sports. And also hit us up and follow us uh, on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. You got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us. And they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at uh, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. It's better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash atoz. The Aura app, keeping us all safe online. And you can get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash atoz. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer, three great locations in Murfreesboro, Franklin, and Columbia online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Zach, we asked the, sh- the question yesterday, which Titans veteran would you rather see be traded away between DeAndre Hopkins and Kevin Byard? Uh, both of us answered <clears throat> with Kevin Byard. Uh, me, regretfully, because I have an emotional connection to, to Kevin Byard after – predicting that draft pick, having some behind-the-scenes information. And then all of a sudden, Monday afternoon, it actually happened. The Tennessee Titans officially trade Kevin Byard to the Philadelphia Eagles. And here is the full trade. The Tennessee Titans received safety Terrell Edmonds, a 2024 fifth and sixth-round pick, and two-time All-Pro safety, mayor of Murfreesboro, hometown kid, MTSU uh, superstar, retired jersey, and uh, one of the leaders of the team, Kevin Byard, goes to the Philadelphia Eagles, his hometown where he grew up, his hometown team. Zach, uh, the floor is yours. We talked about it yesterday. It made sense. Now, we could talk about the ins and outs of the trade, but I, if you watched this show yesterday, which I hope that you did, I sat there, I told you, Kevin Byard wasn't going to be on this team next year. He, he, he wasn't. Rand Carthon knew that. Mike Vrabel knew that. Titans front office knew that. I knew that. And you guys should have known that because I told you that yesterday. They had to move on for Kevin Byard to get something for him. Now, what that was, that can be discussed here later on in the show. But it it unfortunately made too much sense if you looked at the pieces. Kevin Byard because of what happened this offseason, asking for a pay cut, they restructured eventually. You got a new general manager that, let's just be honest, when new management comes in, they don't have the affinity that the same general manager that drafted that guy has for those individual players or if you're in a company. That's just Mm -hmm. how it works. That's how the world works. So the connection of, you know, you can do as many bro hugs as you want in the building at the end of the day, it comes down to brass tacks, and Rand Carthon felt and knew that Kevin Byard probably wasn't going to be a Tennessee Titan in 2024. So he made the move, as any general manager probably would do, is you've got to get as many pieces as you can for him. And Austin, you mentioned it yesterday. You brought this up. Their draft picks, the litany of draft picks that they had – we're not real high draft picks. They didn't no. have a bunch of ones and a bunch of twos and a bunch of threes. They had a bunch of sevens. Yeah. And they, they needed that draft capital 
And so that, I think, as you look at, you know, from the outsider's perspective of why, it made a little bit more sense. Yeah, going into the Monday pre-trade, the Titans had a first, second, fourth round draft pick and three-sevenths. Uh, it's not great. <clears throat> now they have a fifth and a sixth to add to that. Now they do not have a third round pick. They traded that away in the move up to get Will Levis uh, this past April. Uh, so you know, look, there's a lot to get to. We will discuss uh, what's going on with uh, the the result and what the Titans received in the trade, uh, but did want to get to Kevin Byard's statement too, as the Titans did trade Kevin Byard to the Eagles. Uh, KB uh, with a really heartfelt statement put out on his social media uh, quote, before I start this new chapter, I want to express my hardest, my, my heartfelt gratitude for my journey so far. I want to thank John Robinson for drafting me and believing in me and Amy Adams Strunk for her unwavering dedication to our team. I was fortunate to have two incredible head coaches and Mike Malarkey and Mike Vrabel. Their leadership helped shape the player and person I am today and I'll carry those lessons throughout my career. Thank you to my assistant coaches, strength staff, doctors, trainers, support staff, Titans employees, cafeteria workers, custodians, media, and everyone who helped me along the way. I see y'all putting in the work every day, and we couldn't do this without you. I'm grateful for all my teammates, my brothers who had my back, kept me in check, and pushed me to be better. It's been an honor to play alongside you these seven-plus years. But the most special thanks goes out to Titans fans. You embraced my family and me with open arms from day one. And it's a blessing to be a part of this community. The energy and passion you bring to every game is unmatched. Middle Tennessee truly became our home and it will always be our home. It was a dream come true to be a Tennessee Titan. Love, KB. And so, Zach, with that, I do want to flash back to January 9th of this year to what Kevin Bard was asked on locker room cleanout day after the Titans lost that last game of the season to the Jags and their season was over. And Kevin Bard knew his future was not certain whatsoever here in Nashville. For me? Yeah. Well, this is my legacy, man. I've, I've you know, I played my college ball here in Tennessee. Uh, just finished my seventh year here in Tennessee. Uh, I would love to be able to retire as a Titan. Um, uh, this this team, this city, this organization, the fans, community uh, means a lot to me. It means a lot to my family. Um, so definitely, wouldn't want to, really want really want want to play any other place, any other city, any other organization other than Tennessee Titans. And I believed, uh, and I still think that was true. And we go to Terry McCormick, who had a report on TitansInsider.com. Per a source of knowledge of the, of the trade, Bayard did not request a trade, even though the Titans are struggling. He wanted to finish his career in Nashville, the source said. However, when the Eagles inquired about his availability, the Titans listened and then made the deal to send the veteran star to Philadelphia. So uh, Kevin Bayard still wanted to be a Titan. Uh, the quote that he made before the bye week was, I wish we had a game. I want to keep working on this. I'm going to stay here and try to figure this thing out so we can get back to winning. Uh, and I believe everything that KB said back in January and then Terry's report about him not wanting out uh, yesterday either. Well, I spoke about the business side of things to start. The realness of Kevin Byard is true. I mean, leader, great guy, stand-up character, great player. Let's let's also say on the field, that was earned, not given, right? It, and it's hard to be as good as Kevin Byard was to be in a Tennessee Titans uniform. You got to be a 2000 yard rusher to get the notoriety right in a Titans uniform that we've seen. And Kevin Byard was able to do that 
as best that he could and be a wanted commodity even seven years after. And he unfortunately was traded for Titans fans, traded the trade deadline. But Kevin Byard is a stand-up guy. Every interaction that, and I usually don't speak for you, but that you and I have had with Kevin Byard has been phenomenal. And he is who you want on your team. And I agree with you, Austin. I believe him when he said he wanted to be a, I mean, everybody, when you get to be that point and you get to be the highest paid safety in the league, the Titans do give that to you at, at that one point in your career. You want to stay there. You want to be that legacy player that we've seen, the Michael Strahan's, the John Elways, the Jerome Bettises that have stayed their entire career with one franchise. Sometimes that's not in the cards. And I think goes back to what I spoke on. There were a lot of changing pieces in the last 365 days within the Titans franchise. And that kind of mounted to this point. And trade deadlines around the corner. Kevin Byer didn't ask for a trade. The Titans sought out the trade or was sought out and they decided to make the deal. And let's just be honest, like, hey, this is a hell of an opportunity for Kevin Byer to go to the Philadelphia Eagles where he grew up, grew up loving Brian Dawkins, playing the same position. Now he's going to Philly where they had the best record in the NFL and a legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl. So That's, let's talk. Uh, let's talk on that real quick because yeah. we're going to get into the reaction of the actual thing. So much. <laughs> what What about the Eagles? Right? Like, do the Eagles mean something? Because the Eagles have taken over this league right by storm. When Jalen Hurts turned a corner, they got AJ Brown. They drafted very well. Their defense was stellar. The tush push this year. Their winning record. The Kelly Greens on Monday night. They're, they're just trending right. In the NFL, we've, you know, Taylor Swift has stolen a little bit away in Kansas City, but Kansas City and the Philadelphia Eagles were the two teams that faced off in the Super Bowl last year, and that has carried over into this season. The A.J. Brown connection of trading away the best wide receiver you've ever drafted in your franchise history that everybody is scorned for, trending to be a Hall of Fame wideout, and now you're trading away your all-pro safety, I mean, Kevin Byers the best safety this franchise has ever drafted in the history of its existence. And they've had some and good ones. They're trading them away to the same damn team. Hey, uh, Zach, uh, there was another great safety that played in Nashville. Uh, his nickname's The Hitman, and uh, he ended his career in Philadelphia. Our own, uh, Blaine Bishop, our old buddy. Uh, so look, there's been look, there's a long history of Titans trading players and players going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Javon Curse, I just mentioned Blaine Bishop. You go back Vince to Young? The, the Vince. Well, that was a little different, uh, <laughs> but yes. Uh, then you had the Doriel Green Beckham trade for Dennis Kelly. That's the only time the Titans have won the swap <laughs> was was the Doriel Green Beckham to Dennis Kelly swap. There, you even uh, have some others. Uh, Zach Cunningham is up there balling in uh, Philly right now. But there's been a lot of weird things uh, with Philly and uh, and the the Titans and what they've been able to do. Uh, Marcus Mariota is up there. We know that. But John Runyon went to somebody. Now people in the chat are just talking about all the different uh, uh, Philadelphia Run. Titans. Well, to take a step back. The let's... DeMarco Murray trade also was a great spot. John Robinson made so many deals with Howie Roseman. And now Rand Carthon's doing the same thing with Howie. Yeah, the, the, the number must have been on the desk when, uh, you know, John forgot to, 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 to take that in his, his cardboard box. 
But let's think about this for a second. I brought that up for a reason because I, I, I think that that is interesting of what you just said of all of the Eagles and Titans trades over the years. But in the NFL, the team that trades that are that are buyers in that sense, the, the Philadelphia Eagles are buyers. They did not win the Super Bowl last year. They are going for it. They have drafted very well they have traded very well and they feel like they have a team to run it back and get back to a Super Bowl to uh, try to win that they fell short last year and so I think there also is just the circumstance of that is that that's the team that's going for the Super Bowl and the Titans had a really good player that they felt could help them get over the edge yeah uh, A to Z Sports here live on this Tuesday let's go ahead and ask you guys you guys are very chatty uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Want to get to some of your comments now. But when I ask this question, what's one word to describe your reaction to the Titans trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles? What's one word to describe your reaction to the Titans trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles? But Zach, first tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan uh, over a year, almost two years ago, and I'm really glad that I have. I'm probably going to roll that bad boy over into 2024 because it has done exactly what I needed it to do. It's been that security that you need with a health plan. Health, dental, vision, they've got me covered. I've got, and I've talked about my, I wear contacts. I've been wearing contacts since seventh grade. I get a contact allowance. That's a part of my deal. I get free teeth cleanings. You get 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. So if you're in the state of Tennessee, I highly recommend, and I'm speaking from experience. This is not just, you know, squawk talk. This is real. I endorse the brand because I actually use the brand. 75 years plus in the, the market. Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped me. It can help you. Visit fbhp.com slash A to Z and just get a quote, and then you can make your decision on Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. Hey, BetMGM, we're always powered by BetMGM. Use our bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up for BetMGM for the first time. You can get up to $1,500 in bonus bets if your first bet misses. It's the best first bet offer you're going to find with BetMGM, our code ATOZ Sports receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So make sure you do that. There's so many different features, live betting options, player props, and daily promotions uh, with BetMGM. I love it. Every day I feel like I wake up and I got a new promotion that I get to play with and have a lot of fun with. So BetMGM code ATOZ Sports. Also, hey, it's basketball season. Catch all the basketball action at BetMGM as an authorized gaming operator of the NBA right there as well. So BetMGM code ATOZ Sports uh, for your first bet offer. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, all requirements. First online real money wager only. World issue and offer bonus bets. Bonus bets inspire seven days. And for problem games, sort call Tennessee. Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, I'll send you the chat. What's one word to describe your reaction to Kevin Byard being traded to the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, I got to scroll all the way back up. We got a lot of words. Uh, and look, this is what we asked for. A ton of comments. So kudos to the chat coming in full force today. Uh, man, I'm keep keep scrolling. Keep scrolling, baby. All right, here we go. Darren says, angry. Demetrius goes tank finally from Jake, which is wild. Uh, Andre says, late. Finessed, which is a pretty interesting word there from Ronnie. Uh, from Eric. Needed from... 
Uh, Duran, uh, BS from Mr. Jones. Fair from Tighten Up Ohio. Expected from Jonathan. Deborah says sucks. Nathaniel goes with needed. Eric, business. EA, expected. Zach Goodman goes tanking. Robbery from Matt. Disappointed from Ugly RJ. Uh, Sensical from Ball Hazer Fire right there on YouTube. Bork says mixed. Rebuild from Guy. Predictable. Uh, right there on YouTube. Louis says expected. Tyler defeated. Period. Sick from Jerry. Anger from Darren. Deflated from Noah. Pissed from Dre. There's another finesse from Big Ten Jeff. Deserved from Camry right there. Rebuild from Branded. Uh, done from Jay. Inevitable from Sin City Titan. And more words coming in. So again, golf clap to the chat. Bittersweet. Uh, right there, uh, disgusted from Karen. We've got some curse words, some four-letter <laughs> words that I'll skip over. But look, that is how they're they're feeling. The chat is figure, figures yeah. from Michael expected, as we said. So a lot of really good one words from the reaction of the trade. What is your one well, word, Austin, to react from this Kevin Byard trade? I think Brian said sobering, which was good. <clears throat> That's a good word. Morning from Michael. Uh, sad, sick, others. My one word is anticipated. Now, don't get me wrong. When that happened yesterday afternoon, I was in the middle of whatever project I was working on. And I was like, oh, I had to drop everything as we all did and jump into action and start to react. So there was a little bit of, of shocked reaction and not expecting it to happen Monday afternoon on October 23rd, but anticipated because the Titans and Rand Carthon has been kind of trying to do this the whole time. <laughs> like, if you think about it, you go back to uh, before Rand Carthon was even hired, Kevin Byard was asked on that January 9th locker room cleanup day, hey, you know, do you want to retire Titan? What's your future look like? Because he, he was going to make a lot of money. He was turning 30, new GM coming in, all the stuff of the rebuild, retool, whatever. And Rand Carthon planted the seed on trying to do this. Back in March is when the reports came out of, Hey, you know, the Titans are asking Kevin Byard to take a pay cut. He doesn't want to do it. Is he going to request a trade? No, that was false. All this drama. He didn't show up for voluntary OTAs. And then he showed up for mandatory minicamp. Everything was cleared, right? Everything was fine. And then he did take a pay cut. It was disguised as a restructure. But he took a pay cut uh, right before the season started after DeAndre Hopkins was signed. And another thing that several people brought up in the chat, Zach, I'm going to show Kevin Bard's statement again. All the highlighted blue, John Robinson, Amy Adams Strunk, Mike Malarkey, Mike Vrabel, teammates, Titans fan. It was a dream to be a Tennessee Titan. No Rank Carthon in there. Well, no. <laughs> why? There wouldn't. That, uh, right, that makes like, no sense. Like, that... that that's obvious. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. And so, like, I, I think that there is... This was an anticipated trade... Clearly, Rand Carthon saw an opportunity in trading Kevin Byard or removing Kevin Byard from this franchise for value, for assets, for whatever it might be, if it's just cap space, salary, money. And it was something that Rand was trying to do the whole time. But they found a Band-Aid, but every Band-Aid falls off. And the Titans being two and four uh, forced Rand Carthon's hand to, to move forward with the plan that he had had all along. What's the Titans cap space? Uh, actually, pretty solid right now. But even before the 
buyers. Yeah, but now heading into well, this offseason. This year, it's not even that. No, it's, it doesn't – honestly, it doesn't change that much. They saved $2.3 million this uh, season. No, I'm talking but, about the, this offseason. Oh, he, the Titans still have Kevin Byard $13.5 million of dead cap next year. Like, that did not change. No, well, dead cap did not, did not change. That wasn't going to change. Right. So, I'm talking about overall, and this is my one word, management. This is management in every sense of the word, whether it's general management, whether it's management of the roster, whether is it whether it's management to get draft capital to start this rebuild. Let's face it. And we had a graphic reset, retool, or rebuild. <laughs> they wanted to not rebuild for so damn long. Month after month after month, they kicked the can. Hey, we're going to go one more. One more round with Tannehill and Henry and the guys. We're going to trade for Diop. But now it's gotten to a point where they have slapped in the face that this is a rebuild. And it's unfortunate. That's not funny or happy. You know, no fan base wants to go through a rebuild. But with their decision-making of last year's draft and this decision-making heading into this next year's draft and this next offseason and all of the money that they are going to have to spend – or not to spend. That will be very interesting this offseason too. I don't know how they're going to manage their finances, but this is management. New management came in. Rand Carthon did not have an affinity for Kevin Byer. Didn't mean that he was or anybody. upset or, or didn't like it. No, no, no. It's not personal. He just, you looked at the numbers and you said, what is the value of the player, right? And at 30, you start to make some business decisions on players that are 30 that if they have played well for you, they're making a lot of money. And in that case, Kevin Byard is making a lot of money. So he managed this roster and he managed to find a suitor to give something up for Kevin Byard and he took the deal. Yeah, and we'll talk about the what the Titans got in return and we'll grade it here later on. But I did want to get to some super chats here on the show and kind of dive in deeper on uh, the title and the overall theme of today's show. But first I want to tell everybody about aura aura can keep you safe online. You can get a two week free trial with our sponsor aura to protect your information online using our link aura.com slash ATOZ. I say it just about every day. I signed up with aura back in April or identified 30 data brokers who are profiting off of selling my information to telemarketers and spammers and everybody else. And they stripped that information away from them to protect me. I don't get spam calls anymore. I get a lot less junk emails and Aura is continuing to protect my info and not allow more data brokers to get that. Then I have password management and protection. If there's a data breach and my password was leaked for something, Aura identifies that, lets me know, and I can go update my password to stay safe. There's so many different uh, things you can use with the Aura app, and it's so easy to get started. It takes two or three minutes, and Aura got rid of those data brokers in five or six days, and we're giving you a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's two weeks for free at Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Got some good ca- uh, comments that I've starred that I want to go over after you go over your uh, super chats, because I do think that they bring up some some good topics uh don't forget download the bet mgm you 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 mentioned ball night this is ball night baby this is this is nba time you got la versus denver the defending champs in phoenix and kd and bradley beal versus golden state man 
I love the NBA. And it starts tonight. You can get in on the action by downloading the BetMGM app today. All right, so a couple super chats and then get to some of Zach's star chats. Andre says, past offseason value, probably more. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. Titans procrastinated the inevitable, and now it will cost them value in trading assets. Bunch of low picks now. So we'll talk about what they got back. But the title of today's show, the Titans trading away Kevin Byer to the Eagles signals the direction the franchise is finally choosing. And they weren't going in that direction prior to last year's draft, right? So if Andre, if you're sitting here saying, well, man, they should have just traded away KB and got a lot, and they would have gotten probably more for him on draft night, right, than they did. But that was not their mindset. Their mindset was not that they were going to go two and four to start the season in the first seven weeks, including the bye, right? Their mindset was they're going to be four and two and competing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that has it. That has or it just three and three, like, right? Like, or three and three, right? It, the, the, we knew the first six was tough, but, you know, there's a lot of nuances and, and factors that go into this in context of Tannehill's injury, the offense struggling. Uh, you know, other, you know, Burke's not doing anything at all, why they're losing a lot of things. Right. So I thought the Titans were flirting with disaster the entire off season of trying to do both, trying to compete and rebuild at the same time. And how much draft capital did it cost you to being where you're at? Like hindsight's 2020. Yeah, Andre, but you know, they're finally choosing a direction. Is it too late to fully be able to rebuild? Would it have been a more effective rebuild if you decided to choose that path months ago rather than choose that path in October? You couldn't because it all revolved around your quarterback. And they didn't get rid of Ryan Tannehill because of his cap number and what they were paying for him. So it all starts with your highest paid player, essentially, which is your quarterback. And that was, and they couldn't move on or didn't move on from him this offseason, Austin. So that's the reason, right? Yeah, they, that's yeah. why they were between two ferns and you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't do anything. Tannehill yeah. was Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, he was. And look, that's not Ryan Tannehill's fault. Ryan Tannehill's no, contract. Well, no, he signed the, he's, he's cashing the checks. <laughs> well, Ryan Tannehill got that contract and that number became the way it was because the Titans traded for Julio Jones, right? That's why the Tannehill contract ballooned so much to not being touchable. Yeah, so they couldn't they couldn't make that decision that you're talking about in the offseason. So I'm not, I can't criticize. We were wondering what they were doing, but yeah. I can't sit here and criticize when they were kind of strapped and forced to try to retool instead of rebuild and they tried to do the same thing by drafting will levis now all right and this is a conversation for another day later in the week which is all right now the rubber has met the road now you can make a decision this week of who is going to lead your team from here on is it the draft pick that you no longer has a third round pick for because of will levis and you couldn't draft a wide receiver in the draft because of Will Levis, are you going to make that hard decision, or are you going to just toss uh, a wannabe quarterback in Malik Willis, and I'll call it like it is, that the dude is not a good quarterback in the NFL. Doesn't mean he can't be a good backup, but we've seen enough from Malik Willis. We've seen enough action from the Titans 
And so all of that goes, goes involved. Uh, more super chats. Nathaniel says there are a lot of Titans fans that refuse to understand the business side of football. You will constantly be let down if you don't get on board. I, I don't know if this is what Nathaniel's referring to, but <clears throat> I've seen a lot of it. That, hey, look, another Titan legend is going to end his career somewhere else. That's just the NFL, right? Like that's how the NFL. The Falcons works. were saying the same thing with Julio Jones <laughs> and Matt Ryan. <laughs> And look, look, like name so, a player, you know, like it, name it, it, players it's, who it's finished on one, right? Like Tom freaking Brady was like, was moved. Right. And, and was that came to an end. Everything come. You, Joe Montana played for the Kansas city chiefs, Peyton Manning on the Broncos, like go drew Brees was booted out of San Diego for Phillip rivers and probably last a little bit too long in new Orleans. And so there's a lot of things, every player, has this moment in their career. It's rare when it doesn't. It's just hard when they are the centerpiece, right? When they are the pillar of a franchise. And like Delaney Walker meant so much to this Titans franchise and an injury ended his career and he never went on another team. Delaney Walker will always be remembered as a Titan. Now, I think it's just, it's a hard pill to swallow when a fan base has to see KB in 31 you know, do high five handshakes with AJ Brown. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough scene with Julio kind of like being like, Hey, I'm here too, guys. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Jerry, Jerry Rice, uh, uh, finished with the Seahawks. <laughs> so there's just so much and Broncos and Bronco, but really finished with the Seahawks. Uh, so more super chats. I want to get to here. Uh, Zach, too, before you get to your others. Uh, Kane says, the win right now narrative is totally BS. Nothing has been done to make the Titans competitive now. Tanking is the best option. The season has ended. Well, you know, if they beat the Falcons, there's life. If they lose the Falcons, and maybe Kane's uh, on to something. Brandon says, people need to come to terms with Bayard and Henry being gone next year. This is a smart move, trading Bayard. It's on Rand now to draft well. There is value in the fifth and sixth rounds. We've seen the Titans get value in those rounds under John Robinson. And honestly, Josh Wiley without that concussion is looking like he's progressing. He uh, a slow a, start. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, tight end, that's, that's the tight end position, you know, for the most part uh, there too. Andre says Stevie wonder could see a rebuild was needed. So those are the super chats thus far, Zach, I know you start a couple other con uh, comments. So I'll let you get to those now. Yeah. So John Doe says, can I ask a legitimate question, Zach or Austin? Why would the Titans hire a general manager with zero experience? And what's your faith level in him? Help make it make sense. John Robinson had zero experience. Monty Austin Fort of the Cardinals have zero GM experience. Like it happens. Like that's that's the the turnover of like the the mm. That's the nature of the business. That is the industry. You are trying to get value, right? If you're a really good general manager, you're probably on a team. You're probably... Yeah, you're not getting fired. Right? Like, do you want to hire a fired GM? Uh, unless you're Bill Polian, right? Like, you had three different... Like, he had a lot of jobs. Yeah, but that's like... That, yeah, was, that was back in that the That was a was completely just... different generation of football. Like right. GM so, general it, managers are not retreads like coaches are. Coaches, yeah. it's easier to recycle. Head coaches, you know, you get in the NFL, you get one shot really to be a GM. You get two, sometimes three, to be a head coach. 
Yeah, and if you've built notoriety and you've made good networking connections, you get three in the NFL. It's really hard to attain. But Austin, Mike if Malarkey you had to ask me right rare, now, Mike Malarkey is a rarity of, of how if, many head if, coaching jobs he's got. Yeah, and he had like a a stint in like Jacksonville. Like it was it was fairly quick. Um, if you had to ask me, do I think John Robinson will be another will be a GM again? The odds say no. No, he there's won't. just a new crop of new GMs right behind him. Like that, he his won't. window so is passed. I want to address that. Uh, yeah. Ben brings up something that we did. Trading away a team captain is a bold strategy. It is a team. I mean, that that C means something, right? It meant something to Kevin Byard, and he had had it for some time. I mean, that is, he, they traded away a team captain. That's That's no easy thing to do for any franchise. And then Brandon says, KB honestly sucked this year. Don't forget how... He let Zach Moss run all over him. I don't believe that Kevin Byard sucked individually. I think that Kevin Byard probably this year was not the best year he's ever had, but the defense and the secondary was going through some pretty big changes with the play of, you know, Christian Fulton. Caleb Farley hasn't dressed out and hasn't been anything. Just the secondary in general. The pass rush, the front four has not been the front four that I think that we presumed it could be at the beginning of the year. So I would say factors into that brand. Yeah. I don't categorize as KB sucking this no, year. No, I don't think so. Like there are a couple, few, a few positions in football that are dependent on their surroundings. We, I, the wide receiver position is very dependent on everybody else on offense. The running back is very dependent on the offensive line. The offensive line sucks and Derek Henry's getting hit on average seven yards in the backfield per touch like he was against Cleveland. I'm just seven feet in the backfield, seven feet. Uh, but it's not going to work very well. Kevin Byard is a safety. That's the position's name is safety, which means he has to make sure things stay in front of him. If the front is not getting after the quarterback, if his corners and other safety and linebackers are not doing their jobs, then Kevin Byard has to sit back and accept what comes to him instead of playing aggressive like he has in the past. So I think it's just one of those situations. Michael Griffin is a player who had the same type of thing in, in Tennessee too. He was really good. And then he wasn't. That's because he had like Lamont Thompson next to him who didn't know what to do, or he had other bad corners that he had to cover up for. So, you know, Kevin's got plenty of, you know, gas left in the tank for sure. Yeah. And he'll, We'll find out how much gas uh, as Philly goes. Oh, to try I'm gonna, it's going to look good. It's going to look good. 31's open on that roster. He can rock 31. He can't rock 20, which is his favorite number from college because Brian Dawkins has it retired. Uh, but he's going to go up there, rock 31, and and play behind one of the best defensive fronts. They've got some good secondary pieces. They just had a, a couple injuries in the, at safety. It's a great uh, situation to go to. <clears throat> Perfect. Perfect if you're Kevin Byard. All right, so let's judge this. We're going to grade the draft uh, or what the Titans got in return for the trade. How do you grade what the Titans got in return for this trade? I'll throw it up here on the screen again. We've got safety Terrell Edmonds, a 2024 fifth and sixth round pick to the Titans and safety. Kevin Byard goes to the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Let's grade it now. What grade do you give that trade in return for the Titans? But first, the Bone and Joint Institute, they can help you out with whatever level grade of injury you've got. Maybe you've got a grade three sprain in your shoulder, your ankle, another joint. The Bone and Joint Institute can help you out and get back on the road to recovery and get that inconvenience of an injury out of your life. So check them out. Boneandjointtn.org is their website. In Franklin, they have everything you possibly need under one roof in their state-of-the-art facility off the interstate in Franklin, Tennessee, uh, with all their experts, their physicians, their specialists, and what they have there on site. Boneandjointtn.org is where to go. A to Z Sports, we are presented by BetMGM. But also, don't forget, we are having a nice little merch sale, 40% off all merch. You can get yours today at shop.azsportsnational.com. We've got... Long sleeve shirts, you got short sleeve shirts, you got hats, and some are sold out. So people have already taken to this. I mean, that's good that the people are listening because I was checking there yesterday. I was looking at, at the, the the merch. We got some XLs. We got some larges. you got some sold out. The Nashville hats are sold out, but you, you can get a A to Z sports branded hat that's still there. If you live in Dallas and are a Cowboys fan, you get that. But for Titans fans, you got you got Nashville right there shop.a-to-zsportsnashville.com. All right, so grading. How do you grade the trade return the Titans got? Two picks in 2024's draft, a fifth and a sixth round pick, and then safety Terrell Edmonds. I'm attempting to scroll up to the top of the grades. Lots of comments coming in here. So I'm going to pick a starting spot right here with Linwood says B-. minus. Jaren says C+. I.R. Hoshi says B. Uh, Steven says, C. what's Edmonds contract cheap, uh, is what that one is. Uh, Nate's burner says F Carthon got fleeced rookie. <laughs> Kendrell says F will Dodson says D minus Gary Dupree says B, uh, Brian says C. We got some B's coming in from Gannon. Mr. Jones says a BS, uh, C from, uh, Darnell B minus. C plus from our guy Eddie B for Larry from Larry Ross with a B minus Jason with a B minus a lot. Of, I think like B minus might kind of be that area. Trey says uh, B picks fill in next year's player and money back next year to take them to a hundred million in cap space. So yeah, they're going to be right around that hundred million dollars in cap space. Caleb says fleeced Edmonds sucks. If Edmonds couldn't work with Tomlin, the Steelers, he definitely was going to suck with Bowen. So uh, Terrell Edmonds is a former first round draft pick uh, from Pittsburgh. Did not. So is Andre Diller. Yeah, from the Eagles. Um, so hey, the last time that you know Titans getting former first round picks and trades from the Eagles has not worked out very well. If anything that means anything, then Terrell Edmonds is benched by December. Um, can they can they trade Caleb Farley to the Eagles too? He'll be a former first round pick too. Uh, but Zach, how do you grade this? Uh, so I'm close to the chat. I'm a C plus. I felt like they could have gotten or wanted to get a fourth round pick instead of the fifth and the sixth. Maybe, maybe that combined equals that, but the fifth uh, and I believe the fifth and sixth combines on the point system that everybody talks about with the draft for like a late seventies pick overall, like a, like a mid to late third round. And who knows what the draft will happen next year in Detroit? Who knows what's going to happen, right? Can they trade up to get some value and, you know, 
we've already seen that Rand Carthon, even trading for Will Levis, is willing to deal in his first year. He's probably willing to deal in his second year as they rebuild, no, not knowing what the end of this season will be and where they'll be picking. You also have to think about that, Austin. It is a fifth and sixth round pick, but they didn't have a third, right? They needed picks and they got picks. I just think that, I think I'm a little more disappointed in the marketplace than the actual trade. I think that's probably where my C plus comes from. It's more of a disappointment in the market. Yeah. Now let's, let's also remember this. Those picks the Titans got are not the Eagles picks. It's no, they were the Eagles had had those picks from prior trades. Yes. And so the Titans receive which there's two fifth round picks. The Titans will be able to have the bucks or the Vikings, whichever is the better pick for the Titans the Titans will get. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that okay. Vikings won last night, right? So you want the Vikings to lose. You want the Bucks to lose. The Bucks, right. the way that they're playing, they're losing. Yeah. And so that's kind of how that works out. But um, I grade this. So in, we're grading this in season. In season trades, you said C+. Plus. I think it's a B minus because I think you've got those two picks and a player who is a, who has started 70 games in his NFL career to plug and play right now and to maybe find out if he can be something you can work with long-term as a replacement long-term. That's got an athletic upside. Who's got a lineage of family members who have played in the NFL at a high level too with Terrell Edmonds. So I say it's a B minus. And I, I talked about this yesterday when we talked about the trade market. Trade market sucks. Like you've got Cam Akers traded from the Rams to the Vikings, not for a 2024 pick, not for a 2025 pick, but Cam Akers went to the Vikings for a 2026 pick. Two drafts away. Kevin Byard was the seventh player traded in season so far this year. Only the second player to be traded for a 2024 pick. Randy Gregory got traded. For a seventh round 2024 pick. Kevin Byard got two 2024 picks and a player in return. Anybody else outside of Cam Akers was traded for a 2025 draft pick. The market sucks if you're a seller. It's great if you're a buyer. But the Titans are a seller right now. And that's the game they're playing. So it's a B minus right now because of what they got in return by far by far the highest return that anybody has gotten in a trade throughout the first seven swaps in season. But what would Kevin Byard gotten if you traded him before the season started? What would he have gotten if you traded him before training camp? A lot higher than this. Yeah, they're just not in that position. Yeah. And Luke brings up how many fifth or sixth round picks are on the team? I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a good question. I think you would be surprised because that is, I'm not saying that's how the Titans are built, but value. And Rand Carthon, coming from the 49ers, what, what did they base their entire franchise off of? Value, right? Value yeah. picks. They have your Nick Bosa's, your Brandon Iukes, but 
the majority of their team is built on value picks. And Rand Carthon came from that system. Usually when you come from a system, you try to implement some form of that in a new franchise. And I think we've already seen that. Kane uh, brings up, would it not make more sense to be in a better draft position or win meaningless games now? Not winning the division, so what's the point? And I think, Kane, I think you're just premature. I don't, and I will say this, I don't think that trading away Kevin Byard is waving the white flag. I don't think that that's surrender. I still think that the Titans can, and you said it this week or last week, if they win a couple of games and they get to the Bucks game, that's kind of their D-Day, whether it's Will Levis playing well or they're, they're surviving and winning and Tannehill can return, and we don't know how that's going to play out, Jacksonville has a first-place schedule, and the Colts don't have their quarterback. They're going to deal with a backup quarterback. And the Texans are still a young, experienced team, but they do show a lot of promise with C.J. Stroud and the way he's playing, right? So, and But they still have to play Jacksonville and Houston four times, right? There's four possible movements within the division. The Titans don't think that they're dead in the water. So to Kane's comment... I just don't think that's where their mindset is. Now, Kane, let's talk next week if they're two and five. Now I think they're singing a completely different tune. Yes. I mean, the difference in three and four and two and five is so big. Is so big. Uh, Nathaniel asked a good question. We might talk about that later on. You want to talk about it right now? I am We'll talk about Nathaniel's uh, question. Yeah, just quickly, right? Because I think that it's probably a bigger conversation. But do you think that the Titans trade more if the Falcons lose? There's a short period of time, a short window, right? You Let's say in this example, you lose to the Falcons. You've got what? 48 hours? Less than 48 hours to make a that decision? Game, literally 48 hours from game end. <laughs> yes. I would not be surprised. I don't think it's going to be Henry, but I wouldn't be surprised if they look, I don't know. They they're looking for picks guys. I mean, their actions have spoken. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have to put Richard in timeout for spamming the chat for the same thing over and over. And you on YouTube Eagles fan welcome, but uh, just treat our chat with respect. Um, here on the show. All right, A to Z Sports, you're live on uh, this uh, Tuesday. More reaction uh, from the Kevin Byard trade here. But first, I want to tell everybody about another one of our great sponsors. That is uh, Krebs Kubota. Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs in Middle Tennessee. They are an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations across Middle Tennessee, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. KrebsKubota.com is their website. They've got the best equipment you can find in the industry, the best warranties you can find in the industry as well, because you're dealing with a lot of power, a lot of earth, right? You're putting uh, dirt, you're moving dirt there. Things are going to break. So you have to have a good relationship with your equipment provider. And that's where Krebs comes in because they have the best warranties and the best customer service over their 18 years or and more of customer service in the middle Tennessee area. So find Krebs Kubota, KrebsKubota.com, and also their website right there and three locations, Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. 
It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today right there on your iPhone or Android app store. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. They are the king of the sports books. You can get in, in on action, whether you got the World Series on the horizon and figuring out who that last team is as the Snakes got away in Philly. Uh, last night, the Rangers are advancing. You've got the NBA, you've got college football on the horizon, and you've got the NFL. BetMGM has got you locked. Download the app today and use the bonus code for new users, A-T-O-Z Sports. All right, here live on this uh, show, I know we'll probably talk more tomorrow about what the Titans are going to do next when it comes to quarterback situation. Um, uh, Mike Vrabel and other coaches and players do address the media later on this morning and Sam Phelan will have a report for Titans at two after uh, that media availability. But I don't think the Titans are going to move away from Derrick Henry because I don't think there's anybody <clears throat> that wants to trade for Derrick Henry at this point. Now I do, I did have a thought yesterday, Zach, because we had the report from Buck off of the Dinah Rossini report. Dinah did mention that Kevin Byard had gotten calls to the Titans for interest but Buck had the report that the Titans had yet to receive a call regarding Derrick Henry as of yesterday, Monday morning. Does the trade of Kevin Byard maybe open up the eyes of other people? Say, hey, maybe the Titans are more for sale. And then maybe more calls start to go to Rand Carthon's office because a move has been made. I think that the only way that Derrick Henry gets traded is if a particular team, a competing team this weekend's running running back gets hurt and they become desperate and they don't want to lose out and maybe they they trade a piece that they wouldn't trade today that they would trade after a possible injury to get Derrick Henry in there. So it, it's not, I don't think, completely dead because crazier things can happen. Oh, you know, injuries occur. But I think that's probably the only way because Austin, I just don't think that the Titans will get the value that Derrick Henry is valued at for the team, right? Mm -hmm. For the Titans, what the Titans value Derrick Henry, I don't think a team can put together a package that equals that. It'd be very hard, especially yeah. with the market, especially with everything that we know. You know, I was sitting there, we talked about a second round pick for Derrick Henry. Austin, nobody's going to give a second round pick for Derrick no. Henry. No. So so then what are you doing? Yeah. If, if Kevin you, Byard you're getting gets a third, ball. you're getting a fourth. No. No. Then Kevin Byard didn't. Yeah. Right. And so uh, you know, uh, ugly RJ says they're going to release Henry this offseason. His contract's up. Like, yeah. yeah there's no release. Have, there, he just, yeah, he's going to walk out the door. It's expired. Uh, and so you're just going to get nothing for Derrick Henry. At least what the Titans. The Titans, like you said yesterday and throughout, you know, the last several little bit about the Kevin Byard situation, he was probably not going to be back in 2024, even though he was under contract. But the Titans at least got a player and two draft picks out of that. They're not going to get enough, in my opinion, to warrant a move of Derrick Henry. And I think that they, and I said this yesterday, they should shop the mark. Like, they don't need to publicly shop Derrick Henry because that's bad PR. But they need to figure out what his market value is from other teams to then make that decision. Yeah. And I do believe, and I know this for a fact, that 
people that were around Kevin Byard in the spring felt like his Titans time was coming to an end. Now they were able to smooth it over and it was fine until it wasn't. And Kevin Byard still did not request a trade ever uh, when he was with the Titans. It was always the Titans asking him for a pay cut and then the Titans accepting a trade offer from the Eagles. Derrick Henry, like what is his situation? How does his side feel about this? Because there were conversations about that in the off season for him too, of, Hey, last year of his deal is going to be 30 at the end of the year. Do you want to go ahead and move him now? Is it going to work to run it back? It's just the Titans have Tajay Spears as the only other running back on the roster outside of Derrick Henry. They just don't have the roster yet to be able to move off of him. And, and a team trading for Derrick Henry needs a running back. They're not giving up a running back like the player swap. I mean, they traded a safety for a safety and two draft picks, right? So you're not going to get that deal of team need. Uh, Je- Jesse brings this up. He says, losing is bad PR. Shopping an expiring contract shows nothing more than a good GM. I think in certain circumstances, but Jesse, when you're talking about the face of your franchise and a historic running back that has meant a lot to the city, community, and Titans, I I do think bad PR can really hurt you. I think you could move Bayard or Henry and survive as Rank Carthon. You can't move Bayard and Henry. Yeah. That would be detrimental to just the fan base. Well, who are you going to go see? Now then you have to have Will Levis play, right? Because you have to have something to put the fans in seats. Yeah. <laughs> Malik Willis and Tajay Spears? <laughs> I just threw up. That's disgusting. We don't want any part of that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Ben says, I won't watch if uh, the Titans trade Derek away. And I mean, I there's a lot ben of people probably, probably like Ben. Yeah. 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 All right, Zach. Let's throw some shade. If we, if people have not gotten enough off their chest yet, let's go ahead and throw some shade here on this Tuesday. Always throw shade on Tuesdays to wrap up the show. And Zach has an update for us all. Let's get it going. Day as always, want to give them a shout out, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or check them out online at wilsoncountyhunday.com. Zach, uh, I know you've got the, the HOA update as a part of your shade, uh, but I'll also send you to the chat here. Uh, what are you seeing from shade in the chat? All right, let's see here. Shade, shade, shade. Big 10 Jeff, what do you know? Throwing Big 10 shade. Uh, Big 10 Jeff says, throwing shade on Michigan fans during amazing amazing mental gymnastics that their team didn't cheat, even though they have a a paper trail of the dude buying tickets to 30 games of video evidence. It is pretty interesting. I will actually side on Big 10 Jeff with Michigan fans being in Complete and utter denial. I'm in a group chat with a diehard Michigan fan. Tough scene after the Lions got blown out over the weekend. But 
that news, they are trying to just brush that thing under the rug so much. And so big, this is the first time I think I've agreed with Big Ten Jeff in a very long while. But uh, I, I'm with you there. Jags got juices. Shade to the trash Eagles fan fans being more hateable than Cowboy fans. I do think that that is probably trendy right there because the Eagles are winning, right? People hate winning teams. Uh, shade on myself for being fans a Titans are obnoxious. fan. From, from Clayton right there. Uh, Tress, shade at Titans fans who don't understand. Understand? Yeah. Uh, Jonathan says, throwing shade at all the emotional Titans fans that haven't accepted the tank. Embrace it and you'll feel better. Uh, shade on the Astros. Uh, Rangers are in the World Series right there from Eric Garcia last night. That was, I don't like the the Astros. I, I just, you know, from everything nobody that does, done, Astros so, fans like the Astros and everybody else hates them. Yeah. So it was, it was good to see Mattress Mac lose some money last night. Uh, let's see here. Throwing shade at everyone saying that uh, Titans should take Bayard the other day and then. They did. I don't necessarily understand that. Shade on the refs. Roughing the passer is a joke now. The call on the Dolphins was egregious. There were some really bad calls over the weekend that were costly. The Rams-Steelers game was terrible at the end. They spotted the ball so poorly, and it really prevented the Rams from winning there. I'll, I'll, I'll insert my shade here because my shade is also on officials, and my shade is on the officials – for how they called the Tennessee-Alabama game. And before I go any further, Tennessee did not lose to Alabama because of the officiating, okay? But the referees called that game unlike the majority of games that they call. They reviewed things and called things that normally wouldn't have been called, like Joe Milton diving for a first down in the middle of the field and then going to review it. When that never happens, he was usually they are granting a first down in those inches situations. Later in the game, Jalen Milrow did the same thing for Alabama, and he got down a little early, but ah, nope, no review on that one to review the spot. The clapping of linebackers trying to get their teammates' attention, and that being a penalty, is ridiculous. The only penalty being called on Alabama because it was unavoidable to call it because it was a snap infraction. If the only penalty called on a team is a pre-snap penalty, that is an officiating problem because that means they're not seeing things the way they should. Alabama's touchdown to open the third quarter, a blatant chokehold on Tyler Barron to allow Milrow to have more time. That should have been called back. And then uh, Judy Lolly getting called for a hold on a third and seven that gave Bama first down when Bama's... Uh, DB was all over squirrel right on back-to-back plays in the red zone and nothing got called. The officiating was awful. It was so slanted towards Alabama and people that I've talked to that are not Tennessee fans and not Alabama fans agreed <laughs> that it was really bad. I, I, the, they didn't lose because of it. I think no. to start your statement, I mean, they lost because they gave up plays to Alabama. But it did change uh, the other thing. Do we not know what a fair catch signal is? That is the dumbest thing because Iowa got screwed over at four to over two. And Tennessee, it all started to unravel because Barron didn't get the holding call and they called a fair catch on that next kickoff. 
And the Tennessee Vols started on the three-yard line? Like, since when did putting your arms out below your shoulders signal a fair catch? It's so stupid. Nate's burner, yeah. It is a little brighter in here. I need some, I need some sunglasses. Oh, come the, on, give me the a break. The officiating was suspect. I'll, that's yes. how I would put it. There is some suspect things within the officiating is not why Tennessee lost though. So no. we'll establish that. That's my shade. Um, all right. My shade is forever shade, but my shade is changing. My shade has been on our HOA. So real quick backstory on new year's day, I called our management company cause they took away our trash randomly. And I told bill, I told bill what was going to happen. And he didn't believe me. And I told bill, you better get back our trash or your ass is not going to be our management company for long. And the board, I'm going to have a bone to pick with the board too. I told him that New Year's, Jan 1. He didn't believe me. So what did our community do? Well, we created an uprising because that's what I told him that we were going to do. We needed to change. They had spent way too much GD money and it was grinding my gear. So I started sending out emails. I started getting our community together. We held a special meeting this summer. They had three votes. They only did two of the votes that our community required on trash and water and all that other stuff. So what do we do? We held another special meeting, and we voted the board out. We impeached the president. Bye-bye. See ya. And you know what happened after that? We forced the management co company to get the hell out of here, too. So the management company's gone. The board is now done. And I will say this was one of the harder things that I've had to do. I have been approached by numerous community members to be the HOA president. And I cannot commit to that. No, I said, I, I can, <laughs> I, I can be, I, I can be a, uh, a liaison, but I cannot An be a ally. Part uh, I could be an ally, but I cannot be on the interior of the board. I'm walking tux the other day. I get flagged down by a car asking if I can run. And so I have said I cannot do that. And But I do feel like the members that have stepped up in our community will give us a new sense of, of passion and good decision-making so shade on the old HOA, but see you later. See ya. We've got a new board in and the management company can kick rocks. That's it. <laughs> and hopefully that's the last HOA update that I will have hopefully forever. I mean, that's the plan. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, when I tell you I'm going to do something, I am going to do it whether you like it or not. So Bill, suck on that. There you go. Sayonara, Bill. Hey, how about this? Sayonara to our merch. We are moving our merch. So make sure that you get any of our A to Z uh, sports merch so it doesn't have to go to Zach and I's houses and boxes. Uh, we want less and less of that stuff. Our merch is moving. We're in transition. Hopefully, we'll have some more information later on. But 40% off all of our merch on shop.a2zsportsnational.com. I just dropped the link in the chat for you guys. So go get it. If it's sold out in that size, that's it. Uh, so go check it out. 40% off all of our merch shop.a2zsportsnational.com. The link is right there in the chat. Also coming up, 
Titans at two with Sam is today because Mike Vrabel's press conference is later on this morning and Sam will have reaction presented by Dobird in Green Hills to the Kevin Byard trade and what the Titans plan is moving forward after the bye week. So that's at 2 p.m. Central on the same streaming channels. So make sure you get ready for Titans at two with Sam coming up later on. And then Buck Rising is live tonight for another reaction to uh, the Titans day and A to Z Sports primetime is at eight o'clock Central tonight on the same channels as well. Make sure you like the show before you go. We need more likes. We need more likes. Hit that thumbs up. We need more likes. Buy our stuff. We'll see you guys on a Wednesday. Appreciate it as always.